Welcome to the Switch On Podcast. My name is Adora Lumina Mbelu, Bright Light Purpose Driver and your number one purpose and productivity coach. Each week you will learn how to own your mind and body and make it work for you on your life's journey. I want to show you that while you may not always have control over external forces, you can create your own pathway to fulfilling your God-given mission. And it all starts with your mind. Hey, Toby, it is great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for making it. Big sis. <laughs> Thanks for having me. After one or two years. No, it's not been two years. It's been what? like one year. <laughs> Definitely. It's long ago. It's been long. It's been quite long, you know, but I'm just, I'm glad to see the progress. I'm just looking at the process of everything and like how far you've come. It's amazing to Thank watch. Thank you. Thank you. It's you know, been a me- metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> it's thanks to people like you that were on board from the onset. You know, oh it God. could have been a different it's, story. It's, but. I, you know, I actually don't think it would have been a different story. I think like you had your, you've always had your head screwed on on your shoulders, and you just kind of needed us to give you a little bit guide <laughs> at the back of your head. But you know, I mean, Definitely. it was it was amazing. It's been amazing working with you because I, I don't feel like um, I don't feel like I had to do so much. I feel like yes, you know, it was great providing that guidance and using you know the effort that um, we put in as a team. But like you kind of had an idea of what you wanted. Yeah. There was that yeah. intentionality. I'll, I'll talk about intentionality, but first of all, I wanted to just kind of chat a bit about these COVID times, hmm. right? So how has it been for you? Well, for the world, it's challenging, but personally, I'm not going to lie, for Toby Bakre, it's been a great time. Yeah. Um, you know, family's safe, I'm safe, but it's also giving me that space of time to just look inwards, right. self-develop you know, be content, be happy, appreciate life for the simplicity it provides and all of that. So, and work has been going fine also. (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. So it's, and it's also a time to give back. Yeah. You know, because right now it's a time where a lot of people are in need. So if God is blessing, you know, this is a period of casting down. If God is blessing you, you should definitely extend. And there's the fulfillment that kind of gives. So it's a I definitely think it's been a time for pruning as well, like just getting rid of the things that... Yes, <laughs> ah, like in this period, yeah. I've dropped a lot of old habits, I've yeah. picked up new habits, like my lifestyle has taken like a 360, yeah. you know, in terms of even friendships, in terms right. of um, things I consume mentally right. and physically, in fact, food, all yeah. of that. My lifestyle has changed, exercising has changed, you know, everything has just taken a whole turn and, you know, it, it was this time of inactivity yeah that just gave me that time to say okay you know what these are the habits you should these are the habits in the next 20 years you'll be happy for right and these are these ones you can comfortably do away with right because there were a lot of things that we i used to do that i didn't believe that oh, okay i'll be able to do it with it like what <laughs> like the party for instance like, right all of, like all the things i understood to be fun right i've not been able to do them in like so long but i'm still having fun I've, yeah like i've I reduced alcohol for, right. in fact, for a long time. I stopped taking alcohol. Right. You know, it, I, I didn't feel some type of way. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know so. what you mean. And I think like it's also a great time to repair and rest your body, right? Like, because when you're working um, and you have multiple things going on at the same time, so you're working, you're socializing and all of that stuff, your body is just like mm-hmm. working overtime. So between your your full body and then like your brain, yes. <laughs> right? I think you just feel like you've given yeah. too much. Yeah, there are, me, there are points I feel like I've given too much of myself. Right. Like, in talking to people, in socializing with people, like, I just feel like I've given too much. So yeah. this time just gave me. Nobody knows the new. I don't think a, a lot of people know the new Toby. Mm. There's a new Toby. Right. Yes. Where I was months ago and where I am now is different. But 
So you're just you're evolving, and that evolution is is beautiful. I think like you know, yeah, COVID has it has had its challenges, and we I think I like to just empathize with the fact that you know we're all going through it, yeah. and of course they're the tough parts of it, but ultimately to be able to see the gratitude parts, right? To look at like what you're grateful for, and to just kind of keep your energy up, oh. like knowing that. We don't have a choice. We're here. Regardless. <laughs> like, we're here. So the sooner, you know, we try to kind of navigate our way through it, I think the better, better it is for, for most people. Um, I want to talk about intentionality. I kind of started this off uh, discussing that. Was I remember before you went into the Big Brother house in 2018, you know, me and you had sat down, and I think with Mr. Fisher as well, and we yeah. had this whole conversation about you going into the house and one of the things that was very striking for me is like you were very intentional about what you wanted to do when you go into the house. Like you, I mean, you were going to be spontaneous, but you knew that you wanted to use the house as like a springboard to your dreams, to the things that you wanted to do. And I remember you saying very clearly, you were like, I don't want to come out of there. And everybody's like, oh, they only know me as Big Brother oh, contestant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not just a Big Brother contestant. You know, and I think that, you know, that intentionality was amazing so how did you become how at that point like how were you so intentional about what you wanted okay for me uh starting off from the background i'm coming from mm. i'm a product of two bankers you know i'm a finance graduate i'd even at the time done four years in the whole corporate industry so for me to navigate and be moving to um a different and kind of unknown field yeah i couldn't just go and be like okay yeah you know this is whatever it's going to be you know, regardless of everything that was going on, I wanted a professional outlook. Yeah. I wanted not like certain results, but I wanted a guide like, okay, um, you go on the show. By the time you get off the show, they should know you for things. They should right. know you for things that make sense. They shouldn't just, it shouldn't just be the entertainment value alone. Right. They should know you for actual value, you know, because with everything we do in life, there should be purpose behind it. You know, right. I'm still in life trying to figure out the purpose or the bigger picture. But like in between, there are things like it should be guided. Mm. So at that point in time, it was just I want to go on the show. But when I come out, I really don't want to be seen as just that big brother guy. Like I personally, I know what I come with. You know, intellectual. I'm on point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we know you this. Agree. <laughs> we know this, I agree, yes. So like intellectual point on the social end, I'm yes. on point on the business end. So like there's it's just like a full package. So it would be me shortchanging myself right. if I only sell one angle of it or one point of it. So it only made sense to and then I also didn't at the time, if I'm gonna be very honest, I didn't have the full picture in mind. I just knew this platform would give me leverage to other things. Right. I wasn't 100% sure as to the other things it would give me leverage to. I just knew I'll make sense of it, you know. And in doing that, or at the time I came to you to talk about it, it was more like, which is one of life lessons. You know, sometimes you don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. Look for people with bigger minds, with smarter mm -hmm. minds that, you know, they can sort of look at where this thing is going and look at how it can make sense. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you also trust their judgment. Mm -hmm. So I came to you because, number one, I trust your judgment. Mm -hmm. You get and number two is I know you have insight, like you know what will make sense. So for me it was just a no brainer, like okay, I'm gonna do my bit, but in cases where you know I don't know it all, I also right. have someone who has more exposure and is more knowledgeable and I trust them that can kind right. of still navigate things. So eventually when I come out of the house, like regardless of how things have gone, I know okay. There's, there has to be sense in everything right. that is wrong. And I think, I, I love that you're sharing this because I think that's very important with a lot of young creative people as well, right? Like, we we come from a culture, we're, we're in a culture where sometimes, like, there is this perception, you know, of like, oh, don't trust people, don't collaborate with people. And, you know, a lot of people come out from 
great platforms where they have opportunities and the head is not correct, right? Like, come on, like, oh, you know, like, I'm just, I, I can do this myself. And, you know, you can kind of tell the difference between people who go in with a plan and then people who, like, don't have any idea, you know, what, it, what, they're, what they're going in for and, mm -hmm. you know, they come out that way. Um, I feel like, you know, when people go into shows like that, we forget that they're coming out tired. They're coming out, you, you're in a house for so long and then you have so many obligations that you still need to fulfill in terms of appearances, yeah. events, all of that. And in that moment, right, there's just only so much energy that you can give. But if you have like a team that is helping to solve some of the other <laughs> outstanding problems, yeah. it just makes it easier. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to do all because, and that, by yourself. That, that point is very, very, very tactical right. or very, how do I call it? Pivotal. Yeah, yeah because it's a time where yeah. now you have to tell the world what you want to do. Right. Like, okay, we're done with the entertainment part. Right. Now, this is the business angle. This is the brand angle. This is what I want to be known for. Yeah. And this is what you're going to be seeing and hearing from me. So... In that moment, if more of the conversation is still tied to the show, right. it still kind of ties to the show. Absolutely, yes. So everything you do, henceforth, is just still tied to the show. But Absolutely. then if you have a team, you know, you, then they are able to help you yeah. curate, you know, divert people's um, yeah. thought process. Like, okay, okay, he's from the show, but now, okay, this is what he's he also got do. these different... Yeah, options. and then the audience or the attention is at its loudest yeah then so like a lot of people are watching yeah. so that's the best time to communicate what you want to do yeah it's definitely the best time to leverage and i think um it, it is also a time to decide you know what oh you need to have decided before but you know to be able to say look i'm not going to take every single opportunity that comes because we also know that a lot of opportunities okay. showed up <laughs> that we we're just like yeah <laughs> this one sounds like a good deal today yeah, but in three weeks four weeks time it's not, not going to be a great opportunity you know and i think that that was you know those were part of the the things that were really yes. helpful and i think like you know beyond even business because what you're talking about the business side but then there's also the the mental emotional physical you know <laughs> financial aspects of that because yeah. you don't you don't get money immediately <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't come out immediately and then and then it was just like mentally i think having like femi for instance you know just lightening lighting up everywhere you know like yeah. yeah because i feel like he played such a critical um point because it's like yes we were looking at the business aspect but then femi was really able to get into your mind right. in yes, terms of okay bro you know, you're not out of the house, like, chill, relax, what do you need? Oh, let me make you laugh, you know? Yeah. And we sometimes take those things for granted, but they are so important. Very, very, you know? having that support system works. Yes. Because even till now, like, a lot of things Femi has told me, my brother, happened to be things that just still help me navigate through this yeah. whole thing. Because Femi would just tell me, like, if you didn't have this platform, forget it. What right. would you do? What would, what you, would you post normally? You know, and it kind of still guides me because sometimes you get lost in, oh, what do people want to see? Yeah. You know, what's going to get the most attention and whatnot? It's just like, man, do you? People that like you for you will still be there. Mm. You know, it might be 10 of them, but 10 of them are matter than having a million people that mm -hmm. are just really watching and really don't care. Mm. So, like, oh, ha having all of that. And then, you know, when someone knows you, so, like, the communication was seamless. It just, like, I came out and I could tell, like, okay, whether I did good or I didn't do well yeah. enough, you know, 
without him saying anything. Yeah. Like from my you brother's kind of just tell. I could tell like, man, we're Gucci, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know what you mean by that because like with Godwin, for instance, like when Godwin, Godwin strings violin. Yeah. So whenever Godwin performs at an event and like people are screaming and they love his performance, sometimes he just looks to see my reaction. Yeah. Because also because I understand music, right? Like there are times when I can hear if the violin is a little bit off and nobody else notices. Nope. So everyone else is like, ah, screaming and clapping yeah. and he'll just come up and he'll be like, yeah, mama, what do you, what do you yeah. think about this? I, you, you personally <laughs> have that effect on a lot of people. Because yeah. even till now, some business decisions I make, I still look at it like, mm. If Adara happens to run across or come across right. this, what would be our opinion? What would be our right. would he be like, oh, nice one, Tobes? Or would he be like, eh, this boy is just collecting money everywhere? <laughs> That's how it's so, sometimes it guides me. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. a I clap from mean. a million people yeah. might be different from a clap from that one person you respect right. their judgment. So, it's. Right. Even though I don't know why you respect my judgment, but it's fine. We'll move on. We'll move on. All right. So, I wanted to talk about, you know, um, I want to talk about like your energy because while you were in the house you were always like you know in the top three in terms of um the games so like whenever there'll be games and anything that had in fact not any just challenge. games any <laughs> challenges any contests any challenges you just always had energy and so you were always like you know making the top top part and and i feel like you 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 know you had this winning mentality you came out of the house and it's the same thing it's like this winning mentality where you're you know you're always pushing boundaries whether it is in terms of you know the work that you do so it, you came out and you're like oh i want to act and it's like okay have you acted before and you're like i don't know i'm going to act you know and then it's like oh i want to hold stuff i want to do this i don't do this. and and i even remember one of the first events that you hosted and you were a bit nervous because right. you're like i've never really hosted something on this level um and you went and you killed it like right with your energy um and i've seen it in your fitness as well so i want to talk about that energy like where do you get that energy from um for me is i'm always in competition yeah so that's um, interesting <laughs> i'm always in competition you know in the earlier years of my life not like earlier years but at the time of the show for instance it was competition against people you know i knew mm. my ability and then like i don't want to be second mm. like i want to be first i know i can i have what it takes physically i know i have what it takes mentally so at that point in time it was a challenge against people mm. and i love like i feed everything it's just personal i don't know mm -hmm. if it happens with everybody else I draw a lot of energy from competition. Right. But leaving the house, that had to change. Because you can't live or win in life right. competing with other people. So now the target or the focus of competition changed. The competition became old Toby versus new Toby. I love it. Yeah. So now is what what is Toby doing today? Okay, every day. The Toby today has to be better than the Toby yesterday. Right. No matter how little you know the add-on is in terms of growth, in terms of everything, mm -hmm. the competition, after I'll do whatever it is I've done before. So that's more like the competition now. Like, as a, I'm in different phases in my life. Where I was two years ago, is, I'm in a different phase now. Mm -hmm. And it's more like this version or this Toby has to school the other Toby. Mm -hmm. Like the competition, mm -hmm. the level right. has to be different. The, com the applause, the accolades, whatever, the achievements, all of it has to be like on a different level. So now I'm just in constant communication against my old self and mm. the old self happens to have done you know some commendable things and so it's just a matter of you just have to keep pushing the bar so, so the, so the old self has raised the bar really raised high the bar. <laughs> and then you just 
always gotta, you know, keep keep, keep trying to be it. that. Keep yeah, it. and I, and I think that's beautiful. I think that you know, again, even in that um, regard, you know, it's like you are competing with yourself, right? And even when you think that old self has done all these brilliant things right like brilliant and success is relative right yeah. so your new self trying to even focus on things like your health like it, it may not be the ginger yeah, of the old self but par, it's not but at the same but level it's just but growth. It, yeah because now growth. I'm, at the, I'm at the space where i'm thinking family i'm thinking right. like i'd already like Okay, I can talk about like my goals for the next three, four years, you know, is outlined. A lot of people will tell me, Oh, you're still young, you're not rushing, but like mentally it just happens yeah. to be where I am. You know, I want to have my own thing. Yeah. You know, because right now a lot of the things I do is subject to people, okay, right. subject to brands, subject to, you know, the people like you, mm. or is your content still being mm. consumed and all of that. It's subject to people. Right. So not much of it is controlled by me. So I need to have the um, form of reliable life that yeah. is, you know, based on my own thing. So have that, you know, then I can plan family yeah. and I can plan. So it, like that's where I am now. Yeah. So it's it's not like directly, you know, at the same right, level. Right. But, but then it's it's on a different scale now. Right. And, you know, I have to ace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the importance of even knowing about times and seasons, right? Is the past two years, like even before the two years, because you were working full time at a bank as, a, as, yeah. as an investment banker. And so you had all that experience really, really young. By the time you go into the big brother, two years ago, how old were you? I was 23. You were like 23, yeah, you know, and you already had all this previous experience, right? Um, I think that there is a lot of skill sets that you've built over time, right? Like there's a lot you've learned. You're a great sales guy as well. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, so I can imagine you selling your own product, yes. right? Because I mean, you've sold a lot of other people's products and you've sold yourself in yes. the, in the um, process. But at the point where you're talking about transitioning now, where you want to do your own thing, like I can only imagine when, <laughs> when you're selling yourself, no, that's, that's, the effort you will put into that is That's an, like another angle. You know, in life, sometimes yeah. the dots are not connecting. Right. right? You know, a lot of people just feel lost in whatever it is right. they are doing sometimes. You know, banking, then entertainment, right. then media. Like, how does it all tie together? But, like, right now, in the direction I'm going, it kind of all makes mm. sense, you know. Now I'm looking at the lines of creative directing and all mm. of those kind of things. And I need skills from all those from different things, points yes. of my life. And, you know, so it just, like, it was a leveler for me. Like, never rush a phase in your life. Like, whatever phase you're in, exhausted do your best you can mm. by the time the next phase comes you might now understand why you were in this phase so like for a long time like i, I didn't understand it even in the two years i've been in media I, I, you know my personality again i get tired of things mm. you know i'm looking for the next on. big thing so like at a point i started you know feeling you know is this it you know is this it yeah. like this can't be it now like for the next how many years this is what i'm going to be doing here and there yeah. so it didn't feel like it then but but eventually like talking to people mm. you know with insight just like enjoy this season learn all you can from this season absolutely. meet all the people you can and don't worry it's going to make sense when you get to the next phase absolutely i agree with that and i think even like um, when i was growing up you know if i up until when i was in university like mid university i remember a conversation i had with my brother and like my brother used to say oh you know like you need to says you need to chill a bit. You don't want to be this person that is his exact words. He's like that is bouncing around like basketball, <laughs> right? And like people may not take you seriously and all that. But I I realize even just by by looking at some of the greatest people that we know, right? Is even though sometimes we tend to know maybe particular we know them for a particular thing, thing. Most of the time we actually know them for who they are, not so much 
their profession or, or what yes, they've done. It's yes, usually like yes. you like this person, you you know, you think that this person has done great work and sometimes we don't even know what their business it's is nice, called. Exactly. <laughs> like we don't know the name of their company. We're just like, oh yeah, we just know this person that we really like them. Yes. And then we start to discover the, the work they that do. they do. And I think that, you know, it's just important um, to not necessarily box yourself because sometimes like the world will tell you, we'll try to put you in that box, you know, and, and we're all born differently. We all have different personalities. We all have different missions. So for some people, they, they maybe like move, you know, into different spaces and do different things and then they start to streamline it. For some people, for the rest of your life, you're going to be in different spaces. And that's why you have people who are invested across multiple businesses. <laughs> because like I know, for instance, with me that there's some businesses that I won't necessarily do, but I'll invest in. Do you ever feel like that? Like where it's like, I won't necessarily go into building this thing from scratch. It's something I love to do, but I don't have the time or the energy. But But, I'll put my money there (laughs) because it's it's something that I'm you know genuinely interested in. I I agree. That that makes sense because also. You know, in, when we started this thing, right. it was more like uh, to be actor, to be the host, right. to be the fitness enthusiast, to be the painter, to be a photographer. Like, it, so, so a lot of people, a lot of people that I happened to meet at the time coming out of the house, mm. they were, everybody was like, come on, you can't do it. Like, focus mm. on one. You know, I'll meet with some people's parents, yeah. knowledgeable and everything. And they're telling me, no, you have to be a master of something and right. then you do the exercise and whatnot. But I'm like, even with my personality, it doesn't It doesn't flow. work, yeah. It doesn't flow. So I'm going to risk it. Yeah. Because then at least I will feel alive. Right. That will, that's the least that will happen. Right. I'll feel alive in all the things that I right. do. And so far, even without anything, in everything we've tried, we're doing really well. Right. I'm already on Netflix. <laughs> You know, exactly. Congrats. <laughs> you know, and, that's, you. That's just, that's and it's, it's been a short while. Very I want short to talk while. about that fact that it's been a short while because sometimes we tend to look at these accomplishments and things that you've done, you know, and, and you think about them and you're like, wait, hold up. It's only been like two, two, years. two years, you know, like yes. it can feel like, oh, I'm not doing a lot. You know, I, I feel like we I haven't forget. accomplished. And it's like, excuse me. You've just been here for two years. Yeah, like you've only, I mean, even though, yes, there was work that was put in to get to this point, but it's really just been like, you know, a little bit of time. So you still have a long way, because now you're 25. 26. 26. Yeah, you still have time. Uh, You don't feel like that. (laughs) Yeah, you don't feel like that. You're an old soul. So so you're an old soul in your body, and that's why you probably don't feel like that. Um, When you were growing up, again, still on this energy topic, when you were growing up, were you very athletic? Very, very, from a very young age, um, I wanted to play soccer professionally, mm-hmm. uh, but maybe I wasn't so good, or maybe my parents didn't believe in it too much, right. you know, or maybe I didn't believe in it, like if I did believe in it at a young age, I would have pushed and they would have eventually, you know, believed in me. So yeah, I was, and even with the working out, I remember there were times I would go for football training, then go to the gym, and then there would just be these guys, like, the way they, when they come into the gym, the way they just look and everything, right. and I'm like... And if I grew up and I don't look like that, I've disappointed myself. So it was just more like from a very young age, right. I just kind of happened to have this image of the Toby I wanted to grow up to be like. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was it right there. So it was more like fitness it had to be a part of it. Yeah. And even when I picked fitness, because I dropped on fitness for quite a while, you know, after uni, even during uni, mm-hmm. after uni, I wasn't big on fitness. I was just still this lanky guy. And then there was a time when I picked it, I dropped it. But when I was in the bank, it was more of a stressful time of my life where it felt like, you know, nothing was moving on. Mm. Like nothing was, I wasn't making breaking grounds anywhere. It was almost like I saw the rest of my life before my eyes Flash. and I wasn't necessarily happy yeah. with it, you know. And then I just picked working out. 
And then in the period of working out, that was the only thing I was moving forward. Mm. At least if I'm doing two plates today, in the next two weeks, I can do three plates. So like that, that just felt like the only, so it gave me that escape. It gave me that, oh, you're still achieving something. You're still, and one way or the other, that kind of helped me get into the house. Because it was more like, ah, this banker guy, that is still fit, that's still looking, all this, all this. Okay, okay. Mm. Seems like he has character, seems like he has a story. Then Moving that kind of in. helped me get into mm. Mm. everything else. So now, I mean, like, you're still this fitness guy. Like, you're, yes. you know, you're putting in all that effort and working out. And I, I can see how, like, being athletic meant that, yes, one, you take care of your body, but also the competitive mindset that you yeah. talked about earlier. Because as an, <laughs> as an athlete, like, you have to put in that, you know, you're, you're trying to win, right? So you're, you're playing to win. And I see, like, even now with your, with your fitness stuff, what, what is your typical fitness regime? Okay. Do you go to the gym every day? Um, before now, I went to the gym at least four to five times okay. a week. But I've taken, well, thanks to quarantine, okay. now I have the best body I've ever had in right. my life. Okay. Yeah. Like, a lot of people have the worst body right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> it's I have, yeah. I have the best body I've ever had in my life because now I've been able to tackle yeah. diet. I've been able to t um, add intermittent fasting. Mm. I've been able to add cardio. I've been able to add training, weight training and all that. So I found, like, a healthy mix. Yeah. You know, I still eat my junk. Yeah. You know, some days I still rest. But, like, mm. I found a healthy mix of all that that helps me just stay and look to where I want to. I've never had, like, complete six packs in my life. Right. But, like, I, I have, like, eight now. So, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so I do cardio. Um, my daily routine, run about six kilometers, do weight training after, yeah. then rest the whole day. I mean, intermittent fasting, so I eat by like one till seven. By seven, I wrap it up till mm. the next day. So I do that to like three, four times a week. And then I have friends that are also on the fitness journey with me. So if anybody's falling off, right, so there's know, accountability. Yeah, there's accountability. Yeah. You can pull each other up yeah. and all that. So that's just been the fitness. Yeah. So for me, it's just to look good, to live good. I love, I love, yeah. I love that. You know, because whenever people think about fitness, they think about the aesthetics of it. So it's just no. like you know, the goal is just to look good. That. But it goes way beyond that. Because even me personally, it doesn't for your mind. As yeah, well. in this, yes, <laughs> it is. It's such a trick. Yeah. That at the point where I became I started intermittent fasting and started um, running, cardio, and exercising and watching my diet, mm. I wouldn't lie. I was thanking God for it. I became a bit more creative mm. than I used to be. Like mm. I'll have like ten brand works yeah. and like jobs, and I have to come up with yeah. different ideas for all of them. And within the space of hours, or maybe I'm taking a drive. Your brain just, is clear, so it's just it's allowing me, it just coming. Yeah. Me. So I'm just like, as people, I'm like, man, this period, this thing, everything <laughs> I'm doing, I think it's gonna stop. So even more than how it makes you look, even how yeah. my body feels, how my mind feels, mm. it it goes a long way. So it's beyond how you look. Yeah. It's more I mean, the results are great because I like I like when I work. <laughs> for quite a while I like to you know take those pictures yeah. so, the results, <laughs> so the results are great but but I definitely agree with you that you know it, it's more than how you look it's definitely about you know how you feel and I know like even for me whenever I skip my workouts like I just don't feel the energy is not the same but when yeah. I work out like you can tell because for the rest of the day like I'm bouncing off walls it's right <laughs> yeah and, and even just like eating right the things that you put into your body you know it's like we put in so much sugar and so much so much carbohydrates into our body that we don't realize that we need that balance and it's so ironic because when, when, when we were kids in primary school they teach you about a balanced diet, diet so at, what point did you, at what point did it become plenty yam life with just very little eggs life is nigeria times are hard you need to feel the stomach yeah so toby we're talking about all the different things that you do and i kind of wanted to touch on um you know fulfillment right so i know there are all the multiple things but like what would you say has been the most fulfilling one that you explored out of all the different things 
I think the most fulfilling thing about it was the fact that I can pick on any of them. Right. Because it, 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 there are times when acting gives me fulfillment. There are times when content creating gives me fulfillment. Mm. Like it, there are times when painting gives me fulfillment. Yeah. So like, I can't really pick one. There, yeah, there's the ones like most people now know me for mm. the acting, the media influencing, the yeah. hosting, all of that people know. But you know, there are times when I don't even. There's no natural interest for all of that at the moment. Right. What I want to do is just paint. And in that moment, painting is giving me all the joy, all the sense to life I can get. So yeah. like it's so the fulfillment is knowing that I have options, not that okay it's one because eventually I I get tired of it. Yeah, I get tired fast. Photography, I picked it up till today. Exhibition, exhibition. <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, even with that, right? There are times, time, times and seasons, right? Like you wanted to do the exhibition, but maybe it wasn't time for the exhibition. But I also think like there are times where you have like talents that that are front-facing like in terms of you know i'm doing this professionally i'm growing this professionally and then sometimes you have like gifts and talents that you just want to you enjoy you doing just enjoy it, but yeah it's and not, you, you don't necessarily want to push winner. it yeah you know like i i know like the times even yesterday someone entered my dm and was like oh you know i mean she meant very well but she was like oh you know adora like have you ever thought about selling your doodles on t-shirts i would buy the merch and I, I understand the concept of selling my art. <laughs> you know, now it's probably something yeah. I'll do in future. But right now, Not I right feel now. like it'll take you away the fulfillment. From it. Yeah. When you like, commercialize, yeah, as, yeah. as a creative, when you commercialize, it takes away. Yeah, sometimes it, it does. Yeah, Depending like, on what your what part you're commercializing. commercializing like, well. <laughs> you know, because I feel like the art for me is like mental release. Yes. But when I now feel like I'm obligated to do it, and it I'm creating it, it for somebody that may or may not like it, like I don't want to deal with that. Like you better like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. It gets me when like, I, like the, even photography. By the time yeah. I start getting paid for it, yeah, start to feel like uh, yeah, I just really like. Then I'll just see. I'm like, please, can I take your photos? Right. If you agree, we set a day. We go out. We take amazing pictures. I'm happy. Mm. You know, no payment. But the point where you know I come and do our shoot our wedding, come and do this, come and do that. The joy of it starts to leave. It starts to feel like a job, like mm. a task. Yeah, you know, it's a chore. It to, yeah, it starts to feel like a chore. Even the exhibition, at the point it had that whole, which which I should still do. You'll do it. No, not because you now, should. You now, will yeah, do it. now it's yeah. painting. Now it's and I promise. It, yeah. So that will still come. And now it's even going to be richer because now yeah. painting is going to be infusing all of it. But like it started to feel less. The drive started to mm, reduce and all bit, that. So, yeah. I mean, you, eventually you have to find a balance. Because yeah. if there's money to be made from that table, you sure should yeah, take advantage. Yeah, which is why I said times and seasons. It's like, you know, you have to focus on the ones right now that maybe, you know, you need, right? For for where it is that you're trying to go. And then open up opportunities and then you'll be able to do it even yeah. more, right? Um, I want to talk about, like, energy again. But, <laughs> but now I want to talk about the opposite spectrum, which is low energy, right? Ah. Like, because the thing is... People will look at you and think to themselves that Toby's always high energy, right? And because obviously, like, I worked with you for a while and I, I know you, so I know, like, there are times where you're not high energy, you know? Um, and in those moments where you're not, you know, high energy, like, how do you deal with that? Like, do you, how do you deal with it and then how do people, people deal, deal with, with it? it? Yeah. Okay, in that aspect, I, I think I failed my audience, mm. you know, because I don't share too much of the downtimes. But there are times where, you know, everything might be going well, but because I'm so, I might be, I I, I think I had the mindset of an overachiever. Mm. So what everybody might be celebrating, like, oh, good. To me, I'm just like, eh. 
Right. Do you get so like you've moved on. Yeah, things are happening that are ne- not necessarily bad. There are things you should be happy about, but because of my mind state, I'm just like it feels like a downtime. Mm. It feels like a downtime. And there are actually times when you're going through normal life stuff, so it's actually a downtime. Mm. But then what what I at those times I try as much as possible to stay off social media. Mm. Which, you know, in a way, I'm a lifestyle brand. Eventually, man, we all have a different way of dealing with things, you know. In my own time, I guess I'll be able to communicate to people. Right. You know, it's a downtime and this is how I'm dealing with it. Right. But, like, what, how I draw energy or how I get out of it now is I take time out. I take time out. I put the phones away. Mm. I spend time with family. You know, I appreciate everything that I have going mm-hmm. on. You know, and I look at where I'm coming from. Mm. I always, like, at the point I always look at it, like, Toby used to be a banker two years ago. Mm. You were earning 130K. You had done four years in the bank. Mm. You hadn't been promoted regardless of the good work you had done. Right. Like, looking at that point in time, and if I even continued in that line, you know, what's the best that could have happened? I would have gotten promoted twice in two right. years. Right. That, that would have been magical for it to happen. But, like, if it happened and... The best thing that could have happened then, and looking at where I am now, that compare both, I'll still choose this place over and over again. Mm. So, like, it just gives me that sense of gratitude. And once mm. you start being grateful for things around you, things that are going well, things that are not going well, because even if things are not going mm. well, you have to believe mm. there's a reason why they are not going well. You have to acknowledge, you have to acknowledge that, yeah. that you don't feel you know, great and things aren't really I don't feel great, but, like, work. also know, like, there's either a lesson to learn from right. that or it's pivoting you to some... Right. And over my, my past two years or in the longest, I've learned that sometimes the no... You know, pivot or put you in a direction for a bigger yes. Mm. You know, there are a lot of things I've said, happened to say no to in my career that the benefit or the reason why I said no, by the time I realized, I'm like, God, you, you don't save me. Right. Like, you're now happy for the no. Right. So, that, like, that way, it just gives you, you know, that whole. So, I ho- hold on to all this moment. So, in the downtimes, I'm going back to pick all these nuggets and just, you know, yeah. feed off the energy from them. So, it's okay. It's, it's very normal to have downtimes. Like, even in the last two, three months, not necessarily a downtime, but like I've just needed a bit of my personal space. So I haven't yeah. been sharing too much on social media. Yeah. You know, I do the best I can. You know, still carry everybody along, mm-hmm. put out my brands and all that. But like I've, I'm taking time mm-hmm. to, you know, have that inner right. circle, have that inner fulfillment, have that family. Like the part the world is not seeing, just yeah. it's fine, it's happy because that's where the energy comes from. If you're mm-hmm. not happy on the inside in your personal space it's, yes it's, it's being so, centered as well like yeah, pulling not, to your center yeah because I, f- I feel it's you're offending yourself or mm. you're not being good to yourself if you're putting that whole right 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 and, and in, internally, personal, internally like you're, you're struggling not, yeah like for who do you yeah. get like what's the purpose of Absolutely. life eventually Absolutely. So. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's definitely a mix of both. Like, yes, you give the energy out, but, like, you have to always take care of yourself, yes. you know? And I think um, that kind of leads me into talking about boundaries because you talked about, like, you know, having wanting your personal space and all of that. And, and I think when you are a... Um, you know, like when you're front facing, right? So whether you're a celebrity, <laughs> let me put it that way, okay? <laughs> you're, you're not like, because I'm front facing, you're a celebrity. <laughs> Different lines. Um, but, you know, being a celebrity and, and doing the work that you do, it's like sometimes people tend to overstep boundaries, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the assumption is it's almost like you're a commodity. Like yes. your time is needed all the time by different people. And it's expected as an entitlement that people have. So whether it's whether it's brands, whether it is people you work with, whether it is fans, you know, people just feel like they're entitled to Toby's time, yeah. right? And that can really spread you thin. So how do you deal with boundaries? Uh, first of all, I always tell myself, if you stop being a celebrity today, you're still going to be very good in life. Right. First thing first. You know, so I, I'm not accountable to anybody except myself and, you know, the people I hold mm. up there. So for me, it's initially, based on my 
background again. Yeah. I'm from a very humble family. I think I'm very, I'm very humble myself. Yeah, the humility. So I'm very is easy to. Oh, sorry. Hello. Hey. Yeah. I'm sorry, my. So I'm very. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. But I, I realized, like, yo, like, subs, people are people be reaching. Right. You know. How I'm long out, are you gonna do that? For yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out with a friend or with family. You're trying to drag, get my attention. You mm. can't even acknowledge the people I'm with. You know, mm. people do all these things that I, I just understand. It comes to them naturally. Mm. You know. Because sometimes it's over-excitement, mm. it's this and that. But, like, check people. Yeah. You know, it's okay to, like... That, and that's the, one of the benefits of getting older. Because yeah. initially, I'm just like, oh, young boy, you know, they're... But in that, now I'm growing to know who I really am. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure of what I bring to the table. So, like, I'm not going yeah. to let you get away with some level of, you know, disrespect or, you know... I think we should be accountable for our actions. So don't overstep. If you overstep, I check you, mm. you know. And as much as possible, I do things to also avoid the overstepping, you know, as much as possible, like on social media and whatnot. I don't share too much of my thoughts mm. on topics, on issues and all that. I leave it for my living room right. and all that. Because what happens is you put out stuff online about your whatever. You're, you're leaving it for everybody and anybody to right. share opinions and thoughts. And you won't appreciate everything you're getting, right. you know. So that way, personally, I know, okay, it doesn't work for me. I'm not, I'm, I'm not subjected to, I'm not expected to. So I easily mm. yeah you can have conversations about whatnot and whatnot and whatnot yeah and you know nobody's getting disrespected yeah. and all that so it's just a matter of checks and balances check people if you have to and by the same time also check yourself because um the way the social media works or the way life works generally you can give people the permission to overstep their boundary right. so to say so by all means necessary limit the access right you know there are conversations and topics you have with family only. You know, by the time you take it to social media, be expected to be called an idiot right. because somebody's going to think you're an idiot. Right. <laughs> so you get all of that. So it, it depends on what you want. For right. some people, they are comfortable with the glass bowls. I'm not. Right. Actually. You know, I'm not. So definitely, yeah. there are some conversations that are limited. You know, depending. And on sometimes it's even about how you position that conversation. So even when you're sharing. Um, from a vulnerable place or you want people to learn a lesson out of it like there's a way that you there's position you the story it. yeah versus, versus when you're just trying to just put it out put, put it your out. business out yeah, there it's, yeah. it's a bit different yeah i let well that's that's that, that's a brilliant <laughs> angle you brought in because mode of communication yeah. also matters you know like don't come off as you're trying to attack people's yes. thoughts or you know because they have a reason for feeling or thinking yeah. or doing whatever it is they do so also acknowledge or respect that mm. and in communicating if you respect that they also might respect you mm. too but internet is a crazy place mm. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can't always you can't always you can't always you know decide outcomes yeah. right and it's the same even when you talk about like being humble is that even in your humility like you will still overstep you know like, like people will still be upset yes you can't about, avoid the criticism right yes. so even when you think oh i'm being humble like you're still gonna get you know catch flat yes, for it definitely. so the thing is i love that you say you know this is also about you deciding you know how you want people to interact with you because i remember i was watching i don't know have you seen last dance uh, Michael Jordan's yes, uh, yes, documentary, yes, yeah. Yes. So you know, like I think it was in like episode two or episode three, where he was he was he had gone to uh, Paris for a for uh, one of the basketball games, and you know this guy who was who who was part of security detail, and another guy who was miking him or something. I think the guy was trying to put a mic on him, and the guy was like, "Please, can you sign this?" And Jordan just like looked to the side, like, like he was, and his his detail was telling the guy, not now, no, like yeah, you'll do it later, timing, but not yeah. not now, like don't ask now, you know. 
and you could see the guy's face right where the guy's like he's like please 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 disappointed like you can just do it but it doesn't work that way like he needs his mind Mind space space. he doesn't want to stop and do that they don't respect it they don't understand it that's why they can't respect respect it it. you're the one who understands it so you're the one who needs to set Set. the boundary right and (laughs) because if you don't set that boundary like that's what like it's like if i'm going to speak at an event before i speak at the event i don't want to have conversations like I, I came for the event. I need to speak. <laughs> Just that the anxiety that I'm experiencing is not the anxiety you're experiencing, so, right? Because I'm getting ready to go on stage. And so when someone comes, they start talking to me. I try to say to them that I'm not going to hear anything you tell me. Now. After the event, you can come find me, and I can have a conversation. Yeah. But if you think that you're going to sit down or stand beside me and start trying to talk to me about your product and one idea it's you have, and I'm a student in university, it's like. I, you might go away feeling like oh she wasn't listening she wasn't present oh you know she didn't even answer me but i bro. think you have to be comfortable <laughs> you, know, you have like, to be comfortable yeah. with being called yeah. an asshole i yeah, think that's just it because it was tough for me because i'm in a way i'm if i'm going to be honest with myself I, I used to be such a people pleaser right you know because i felt like i was such a good person and everything so i wanted to be really right by people's book but when i realized like yes. you will do the best you can and they will still call you yeah. names you called me to come for a 10 o'clock meeting and there by nine you show up at 12, right. I, I get upset, I leave, and I still end up taking the tag of right. the douche. Right. Do you get, so like, you never can win with people. Right. So establish your boundaries and live by your rules, and your rules are your rules. If right. it doesn't work for people on them, if it works for, I mean, whatever, just live by your own, whatever makes you sleep well at night. <laughs> right, right. Um, how, how, do you, how do you usually typically deal with like trolls and criticism, criticism. From, from, from things? Well... I'm not, I, I think you learn. Yeah. <laughs> you learn. Because initially, ah, it used to hit me hard. Right. You know, coming off such a very... Do you respond at all now? No, no, no. no, no. I never used to. Yeah. I never used to. So what, in it, what I've been able to do for myself professionally on that front is no response. If it's not tied to anything that has to do with my integrity yeah. or legal, there's no point replying. You know, a lot of people have come up with different stories. It has its bad, or its bad sides, you know, but mm. eventually this, or this format I have going on eventually outweighs because initially all these side things you see things online true mm. untrue and it gets to you because now a lot of people just once you're a celebrity or once they assume you're up there a lot of things about you just become believable right you know and even me i've, I've been like that before before becoming a celebrity i see some things online about right. people and i'm like that one i said it but now you know it first but now time. i know better yeah. because i'm low-key sitting in my house and someone can be saying i'm in miami doing right something, you know so I, I just learned, like, you know what, you can't respond. It's okay right. for people to come up. Based on, it's one of the prices you have to pay for where you are. Mm. You know, people are going to have opinions about you. People are going to fabricate things about you. But you have to control what you respond and how you respond. Mm. So me, I've not had any serious issues on trolling and whatnot. So I just stay off. There are times when, you know, after the show, <laughs> people had come out to troll me. Is it affecting my account balance? Right. You know, is this thing material? In the next five years, will this topic matter? In the next right. two months, does it matter? And you realize in a week or two, they're on to the next headline. Right. And it doesn't affect really your day, Anything day about you, yeah. So it's just a matter of controlling your... Because I won't lie, the harder part is it gets to you. Yeah. And the thing know? is, like, sometimes, like, right, those trolls... Um, I've seen documentaries, right? I love watching documentaries. <laughs> so I've seen documentaries where it's, like, they expose and show, like, some of the trolls are actually like media outlets that create anonymous handles. Wow. So they create like a whole handle to come and have the conversations with you just so they can get, get information out. So for instance, right now with everything that's going on with Will and Jada, um, so you see, if you go on the comments, like you'll see a lot of like random handles and you'll see how they are pushing, like they're 
pro they're trying to they want to they're trying to trigger you right yeah so they're continuously trying to trigger you and yeah. some of those are like real people some of them are not no. real people they're from media outlets because the media outlets when they contact you officially like or they contact your pr person and you decline to speak they, they need to find they, ways it's yeah. their job like yeah. they're paid for that like yeah. somebody's actually paid, paid to, to get that. the information so it's, it's very easy. stressful and I, one thing i was one yeah. thing i also learned is it never goes public or it never becomes an issue till you reply mm -hmm. you know they're going to say one million things yeah. you did this you did that you did that nobody says one thing yeah. no blog picks one thing the moment you respond yeah then it's amplified it's amplified yeah then now you respond and then they, they come up with the another context. story again then you now take it out of they, context so mind is just what you say. To, to what end? Yeah. Okay, you said I stole the cow. Is there a warrant? House of my arrest? No. <laughs> right. <We'll> move on. <laughs> right. And I mean that's important. Can you tell me like you know one of the mantras that you live by? Mantras. That yeah, I live like by. you know something a quote or a mantra or something that you know you you live by. Um, just one I live by: always be good to people. Mm. Always be good to people. So in everything I do, I'm always uh, you know it's at the forefront because I just believe it's going to. You know, it has a domino effect. You're good to people. You put up positivity and all that. So one way or the other, good or bad, like in good times or bad times, positivity and goodness will find you. Mm. So I do that. And then to never be late. <laughs> never be late. I knew, I knew that I knew that about you because even before we started this show, I told everybody, I was like, Toby's going to be here on time. I know that for a fact. Um, I want to say like you, you stole that from me. Yeah. No, 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 no. We just align. We just align. I'm a banker. I'm a line. <laughs> we're, we're aligned in terms of our values. I think that's why we could work together as well. You know, like that thing of showing up on, on time and showing up and giving and, and showing up fully. You know, because it's one thing to show up online. It's an, um, on, on, time. on time. It's another thing to show up fully, like, and give Ready your best it. to whatever situation that you're in. You yeah. know, and that's, like, you know, really, really, really important. Can we talk a bit about productivity, right? Because one of the things I share with uh, Switch On is productivity hacks and tips for oh, people. Okay. Um, so for you, like, can you just share, maybe if you could share, like, two or three, we could talk through them oh, real okay. quick, right? So if you just share, like, some of your productivity tips or, or hacks, you know, that you think that other people could learn from. Uh, productivity. Yeah, so like yeah. how do you get yourself productive? Okay, for, for me it's just um, if there's an engagement for instance, do your homework. Mm. You know, I've, I've, and this one I learned having been burnt <laughs> my fingers, mm. so to say. Because then there are some engagements I'll go to. I just feel like, Toby, you got this now. You, yeah. As you now. No rehearsal, no background yeah. work and all that. And I, I get there and I'm like, my days. Right. So I've learned with time, like, you're more confident. You bring more to the table. You're more prepared. You ace it once you do the preparation. So regardless of whatever it is you want to do, do your homework. You want to get into a business, do your findings. Do, like, mm. exhaust it. You know, you have a show to host. Whatever homework you have to do about the company, about the people there, your audience, exhausted. Mm. You want to act a role. Like, that's another... Like, right now, I'm in yeah. the middle of um, a movie um, production and I'm being challenged. Like, mm. I'm having to act a role for a top... Like, I'm going to say top notch, but for a demanding director. Right. Because he's also, like, in the business proper. Right. You know, and I'm having to do a lot of homework. I'm watching some type of movies. I'm trying to mimic some characters. You know, like yeah. just do the work. You have to put in the effort. Put in the work. Yeah. So by the time you put in the work, you know, by the time you get to it. And that's you, the difference between good and great, right? Yeah. Is if you're trying to become great, 
at whatever it is that you, you do, do that you have to put in that work Definitely. like you can't just assume and that's how you improve like Gradually. over time right is you keep trying and, you and people keep even learning. appreciate it when you come to the table and they know you've done yeah, your work absolutely. or you've done a bit of work. so it's easier for them to say okay okay you know i saw what you did but you know yeah. just take it in this angle and you'll yeah. be fine rather than when they see you and it's just like man what and you know it's doing? funny because like even when when i um when i've been interviewed in the past right like i, I get really put off when um, I'm being interviewed by someone that doesn't know anything about Thing. me. Like the, it's obvious. Yeah, so like yeah. I remember the, there was an interview <laughs> that I did, and the person was like, <laughs> the person was like, oh, so when you move back to Nigeria to start music, and I was like, sorry, I didn't move back to Nigeria to start music, and I was like, do you know who I am? Like Nigeria. do we have? A, do you know who you're even interviewing? You they, know because they, they assume that oh, you're a musician. You they've heard your song. You moved back, and why? Why do I have to have moved back? back. Like, just put a story. Like, like you don't actually even know the story or the dynamics. It's upset. Of that story. Just, just, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. In a lot of media, space, it's just plug and play. Oh, yeah. what are the questions? Oh, who's coming? Right. You know, every whatever I go for, t- pretty much all they want to do is relationship. Are you dating anybody? Um, big brother, this girl. Right. I'm, I'm like. Have you been? Have you read the news lately? Right, right. A lot has happened. There's been a lot of so like. And I and I love. I like. I actually genuinely love watching your story. Like it's it's. I mean, not always comment, right? Because you know me. Like I don't always comment. (laughs) Um, Also, I think I'm still traumatized by your fans. <laughs> After being on your social media handle for so long, uh, I, yeah, I actually think I'm traumatized, but it will take me a while before I start commenting. Um, but you know, but I watch, I've watched the dynamic. Like I've watched you change over time. I've watched you grow. You know, I've watched you make mistakes. You know, I've watched you come back from the mistakes that you've made. You know, like, and it's just beautiful to see that journey because I know that, you know, you're someone who you have a great heart. You know, like you have a beautiful heart, and and, and I can say that about you because obviously I've experienced it. You know, yeah, I know it, and I've experienced it. And I think that you know sometimes the thing about having a good heart is that you're off, it's often taken for granted or it's misconstrued. Like there, you know, there's always a people always think there's a motive to to things that there's not always a motive yeah. to. And even when you're trying to solve problems, because I remember like <sighs> issues that were happening and you were trying to solve, and in that trying to solve, like it could come across. Yeah differently and it's like no the reason i'm having these conversations because i'm trying to actually solve you know and then people see it worse people see it differently you know and it it gets worse so i I, I, you know i love you that was a big learning curve for me by the way because then you were not to go into the topic directly but like in some certain situations you were telling me like bruh this is what you have to do but i was naive i was just following the goodness of my right right and then seeing how it came off i couldn't even say she told me so Right. I was like, hmm, they got, they got me. They got you on this one, yeah. <laughs> and that's experience. I think like, you I, learn. I think, you yeah, learn. I think you learn. You know, I think even for me, like, I've, I've had to learn that. So a lot of the things that I share and things I, I talk, speak about, it's usually because, you know, of experience. Yeah. Of, <laughs> of, of suffering it. When you suffer it, then, you, you know. About it. Yeah, and some people suffer it and don't learn from it. And they keep making the same, same mistakes over and over and over, and over again. Part. And that's, that's the, the sad, sad part. part. That's that's the real sad part. So um, you t- you gave me one productivity hack. I want you okay. to give me another one. Uh, productivity hack. What gets me productive? Uh, ta-da. Personal space. Okay. Like, by all means, guard your personal mm. space. Like, it's something I've learned over time. Nothing gets in my personal space. Mm. I don't allow it. People, topics, um, conversations, yeah. I protect it. Because in a way, if anything within my personal space is not going as should be, I can't deliver as much as I should. Mm. You know, And there's expectations there. You have deliverables. 
So you don't want to be found wanting. And there's already a standard, mm. you know. So you don't want to be found because, oh, okay, this happened in your personal space and or that person is in your personal space. And, you know, you don't. So as much as possible, where all that power is coming from, you have to protect it. You have yeah. to control the people you let in, you know. Because it's okay, hello, hi, everybody. Right. But in that personal space of, okay, this is where right. you, protect it, you protect it. So this is like your center. But th- does that also apply to like your personal physical space as well? So like when, it, yes. like with home yes, and things like that. it does, it does, it does. you let it into your It does, your it does, home. it does. As much as possible. Since I've moved to my place for two years now, I can, in one hand, I think I can count the number of people that have actually come yeah. to my place. You know, not a lot of people, maybe they know how my house looks like because right. of my content on Instagram, but not a lot of people have come to my personal right. space because even the way it's, it's like a studio, right. so it's so personal. Right. So for you to be in my space, you're in my space. Right. So, so I guard it jealously. I don't want the kind of wrong type of people, yeah. you know, around because energy, I believe so much in energy, yeah. you know, the kind of energy I put out, the kind of energy around me. So like, I'm always particular about that. Does your personal, your physical personal space, does it smell of plenty wood? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know you're like, if you come to my, my, first thing you see is like about 25 bottles of cologne. Then you see electric diffuser somewhere. You see actual diffuser somewhere. So I'm very particular about smells. Like it needs to be like, recently I renovated. So like, I like that. Yeah. And it gives me like it's just little things can be hacked to life. That, that's why like, I mentioned it. Actually. I mentioned it not even to just to say that you know you see, you always smell good, but to say that um, I find for myself personally as well that you know I have to activate all my senses at the same time to kind of feel yeah. creative. So if if a space doesn't smell good, it's, it's, it's very difficult. Off. Yeah, you know. So it's like I'm either you know burning a candle or, or. spray plenty <laughs> perfume just so that. <laughs> So I can, you know, be in that space. It's small, but it works. It like works, my, I yeah. change my living space, for instance, and I wake up every morning. How bright it is, the colors, mm. the ambience. Yeah, it gives me life. Like I've not had a bad morning mm. in a long time because I just wake up and they're just like, man, go out and get it. That yeah. kind of mindset. So yeah, even with physical space too. Yeah. Well, life hacks. <laughs> Productive. One space. more, and then I let you go. Perfect. Chop life. Chop life, gang. Chop life. <laughs> You know, by the time you relax, by the time you let it all down, you've gone to enjoy yourself, that vacation you want to go for, yeah. like go there, that beach house you want to go, relax with friends, right. go with the club, you want to party, get white boy wasted, do it. Right. As far as it gives you that tone down, it takes your head to a different space away from the work and everything. Because by the time you get back to it, you'll be surprised. You come with fresh ideas, yeah. you come with fresh energy, and you know, that might just be what you need to take or ace whatever it is you're doing. So, yeah, I, yeah every time I get stuck or I'm starting to feel like overwhelmed or not as creative you as I used to be, I shut it down, go chop life. Like, you're working for a reason, right. you're chopping so you can chop life. So, right. don't forget to chop the life. Right. So, by all means, I just go relax, do the things I love to do, travel, and then by the time I come back, just like, ah, I was, how didn't I see this? How didn't I know this? So, so it's even like chop life and then it's like chop your life because it's even specific <laughs> to you because everybody exactly. has like different, different things ways. that they want, yeah. different things that, you know, different Appeals, ways, yeah. things that appeal to them. And we sometimes like to do like a one size fits all. So when we see this guy that likes to buy sneakers, everybody's like, ah, that's he's not humble. No Why is he buying sneakers? But it's just like, that's, what that's he how he chops his life. Yeah. <laughs> how you decide that you want to do your yeah. work is different. You might go out and buy like a big car and maybe that's good, that's but that's you. But like maybe this person has other things that are, and someone else it's like oh spa life you know that's them that's them you know another person it, travel that's it's them. yeah so i think it's even like just chopping your life like figuring out what you want like 
what is actually going to give you that, that energy yeah, that, yeah and that joy that peace that happiness you know and for yourself what and gives it. you that peace joy and happiness for me well i won't call- collecting cars <laughs> <laughs> toy cars <laughs> um definitely definitely i mean definitely taking care of myself like no, you know okay. so going out and maybe like getting a massage um no, you know okay. traveling that traveling get, definitely gets gets yes. me yeah gets me really excited I, I like to travel solo though solo yeah like either solo or with people who wants to do the kind of stuff i want to do like my traveling has to be intentional i'm going to travel with someone that wants to sit down in a hotel all day now no 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 you know nah. like because i like to do stuff see so, the city yeah be active, you know go to the locals. yeah and i think like there are times where like so my birthday about four years ago for my birthday i went to i went to euro disney so i went to to see yeah. like mickey mouse <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was like something I'd always wanted to do yeah. in my life. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to go to Euro Disney. So, and it was in the cold of winter. Like, it was like winter, winter, which was great because then there were no lines. Because oh, Disneyland okay. is always packed with like lines. Yeah. So if you do one ride... Before you get, get another one. But because it was winter, right? You yeah. could do multiple rides Top over and over. In fact, the guys there were like, why are you coming to Disneyland in the winter? winter. <laughs> but I loved it. Like, I loved the whole experience. And like, I met Mickey Mouse. I know it's not the real Mickey Mouse, but like, it really <laughs> got me high. You know? I was like, oh my God, I have to take a picture of Mickey. Um, and it was quite interesting because I literally like finished that experience. And then two days later, like... I jumped on a train and then I went to Milan, I went to Italy, and then I went to London. Like, I just, it was like back to back, but it was just all like uh, real, right? So I wasn't flying, I just like went real, you were real. And it was quite interesting, you know, I don't, um, I'm not really a fan of like going to stay at like just some spot and and then chilling in the hotel, chilling by the poolside. It makes good pictures. Me, I take the picture and then we move. <laughs> although, although, I'm also not very humble when it comes to, like, enjoyment. So I think, like, at some point, you know, like, because the times where, I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but, well, it probably has, because you're, you're the celebrity here. I'm, like I said, I'm aspiring. But, you know, like, when you go to stay at, like, a proper hotel, like, when I say proper hotel, yeah. like, a proper hotel, yeah. there's a big difference, it actually, is, yes. like, between, yes. you know, on, like, when yeah. you're, like, struggling to pay for a hotel room, there's, there's, it's, it's different, and it's, it's not huge. even, like, about, the, I think, for me, it's always been about not, oh, I have excess money, but that if I de- decide, now. yeah, it's if I experience. decide that I'm going to do something, then I'll just close my eyes. I'll suffer later. But <laughs> I think you got, you got, but you, it's fine. you got to put a price tag yeah, on experiences, like, food, really services you can't put a price yeah. on it like if you want yeah. it just enjoy just it. do it like you don't yeah. want to go to the and I, and I think it's also like a having a mindset of like abundance versus scarcity because when you're trying to like do stuff it's like if you always have the mindset that every time you go to a restaurant like you're just you're always checking the prices and because of that you just choose like the cheapest thing like before you know it like that becomes a habit and your whole life you're always telling yourself that the the cheapest steak is and the lobster is not for you <laughs> Just, it it yes. builds a programming because you yes. tell yourself it's not for you, and so it, even when you do have money, you're, you're never to going to get to those it's things. Mindset, it's a mindset down. thing. You're just always going to go for the fries. Because <laughs> 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 the fries are the cheapest thing on the menu. So I think as human beings, we also need to be cautious about what we're training our brains, our minds to believe. You know, and just knowing that when you say chop life and you say chop life gang, like you're not being 
you're just trying to be like it's not youthful exuberance yeah like it's it's facts you can afford it yeah so like, don't starve yourself of yeah, it yeah yeah because that money will still go to something or someone or somewhere or next of kin <laughs> and that one they will chop the money yeah. yeah yes but toby thank you so much thank for doing this much. show i really really enjoyed this conversation um, here, here. and i'm looking forward to being on your show when you have it <laughs> That cool. So yeah. now you will get to interview me. Yes. I'm sure you're quite excited about Yes. That. <laughs> you see the last one, I had to throw my interviewing skills. I asked you the question like, oh, what about... My people will have to look at the list of questions in advance. No problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. It's it. a safe house. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. And I'm thank really excited um, to see, you know, all the amazing work you're going to do moving forward from here. All right. There's a lot more coming. Stay yes, tuned. I'm sure. I'm Stay sure. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs>